Hello, club members, and welcome back to another... Hi. Do you mind? I'm introducing the club. <laughs> okay, sorry, please continue. <laughs> well, that's Emma, and she wants to say hi, too. Welcome back to our second mini-episode ever. Um, today is a very... As far as one might call it, a mini-sode. Mini-sode. I'm fine with that. I'll allow it. Um, because it's your birthday, so I'll let you use that ridiculous word. It's Emma's birthday. She turns 26. So big happy birthday to Emma. It's my birthday, y'all. Okay, just let's pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> Except you did. Hi, guys. It's Emma. Uh, and that's Kate, my older sister. Um, right now, she's less than two years older than me. That's Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah. Hmm. That's very true. Hmm. Catching up to you. It always feels like how that. that works. It does feel like that's <laughs> it how it works. Because sometimes you're two years younger and sometimes you're one yeah. year younger. And I don't like that. I always feel like I'm rounding a corner whenever. <laughs> yeah, it gives me anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can feel see you that. like it's like you're coming up the stairs a little bit faster behind me. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what's happening. Well, anyway, uh, we are um, two sisters who are running this podcast called the Nightlight Horror Movie Club podcast, which you probably know by clicking on it. Basically, what we do, uh, Kate loves horror, and I don't. She does not. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, mom told me to be here, so I am here to no, help. No, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what. Don't drag our mother into this. <laughs> no, um, I have listened. I listened to Kate and Kate and Chris for doing the podcast, and now that Chris has gone on to do bigger and better things, um, I have joined Kate to help hang out with her and cover some horror. Yeah, we're, much to my chagrin. Well, it's much to my grin. So. <laughs> I don't okay, I don't okay. know what we're covering today though cuz our mini episodes are very fast, very loose and Emma wanted to um take the lead on this one so I actually don't yeah, know what's we, happening. Yeah, we keep it loosey goosey on the mini sodes. So basically, I told Kate to sit back, have a beer or whatever her <laughs> drink of choice is okay. um, and enjoy as I cover the content for this one. So I'm drinking a zero sugar ginger ale. Is that cool? Y'all, I, it's brand I name. To, it's brand name. I told her to pour one out for me for my birthday, but she has not obliged me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is like what two p.m. Over it's there? the champagne of sodas. <laughs> yeah, ginger ale, the champagne of sodas. Okay, we are not sponsored. This is by brought ginger to you by ginger ale. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say brought to you by Canada by Dry. <laughs> okay, so Kate, what I will be covering is what I like to call. A quiz for Kate. Oh, that I hate quizzes for Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a quiz slash a trivia session. So I'll ask you just 10 questions, but each question um, has a little bit of trivia behind it. Trivia so for what? It'll be kind of... Huh? What kind of trivia? Well, you'll just have to see. Mm. This one's going to be a little misleading, this first question. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, but I promise, I promise it's horror related. <laughs> this one's going to be misleading. Let's dive in. <laughs> okay. And away we go. Okay. So, oh, and before I actually get started, I do want to tell you that there are three categories. Okay. So if you get eight to ten of the questions, you'll be Kate the Quiz Queen reigning over the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. I have to, I have to get 80% and then I'm Kate the, and I get to continue you hosting get to keep my your podcast. Job, basically. <laughs> okay. Great. Call, call it what, what you What happens like. if I don't get eight? Five to seven. Court jester. Oh my god! It's slash sleep decline. You owe Emma three hundred dollars. Oh okay, great. So, Thank God I was one prepared. to four. Yeah, one to four is Weenie Hut Junior. What's zero? What if I get none? 
You just cut Double the broadcast. Weenie Junior. <laughs> Double weenie at Junior. Yeah. Okay. That's a SpongeBob reference. Um, anyway. Okay. And away we I'm go. I'm nervous. So question number one. Okay. What was the first American film to feature a toilet? This is so fucked up. <laughs> so this is horror related. American Psycho. Would you? No, 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 no. Like Psycho. Hear- Not American Psycho. Just regular Psycho. Wasn't until the what is it nineties <laughs> or eighties that they okay fine is there is there multiple choice before I like you know what Kay, if you don't need multiple choice I'll be all the more impressed I think that I need multiple choice okay I'm so nervous A is The Exorcist B is Psycho C is Dracula D is Carrie <laughs> I'm sorry it very well could be Dracula but that would be very stupid I don't think it was The Exorcist because she peed right on the floor in that movie. She did not use the toilet. I think it's psycho because of the shower scene. You are correct. So in addition to being the first American film to show a toilet on screen, oh, the horror, (laughs) it was also the first American film in which we hear a toilet being flushed. Oh, my God. They just dove right in. (laughs) Yeah. For all of our international uh, audience, that just shows you how repressed America Americans <laughs> were in the 1950s. Can, oh, that was the 50s? That wasn't that old that they couldn't show no. it to us. Okay, wait. Do I get points for impressing you because I kind of guessed it at first, even if I called it the wrong name? You may get leniency at the end if you're okay, um, I'll take teetering it. between jester and queen. I'm <laughs> okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> All or none for this. Yeah. The first okay. one was about toilets. So let's see what number two is. Well, I, I uh, commend you for your um, using the context clues of Psycho versus Dracula, which I think I may have been a bit disappointed if you had chosen that I'm one. I'm pretty sure they didn't have toilets in Dracula. Yeah, no indoor plumbing in Dracula. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Number two. How many people uh, associated... Number two. You, that a was a toilet joke. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. No, it was not on I'm purpose. a little drunk off of my Canada Dry. Canada Dry, the driest of sodas. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably why we don't have a sponsorship because I'm not good at ads. And we're also associating them with toilets. Mm, so makes me thirsty. <laughs> okay, number two. How <laughs> many people associated with The Exorcist died during production? Died? No one died during the production of The Exorcist. Oh, God, I don't like your eyeballs. I don't like your eyeballs at all. What are they doing? They're 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 like flaring. They're <laughs> like I'm about to strike. Kind of. Um, I can I don't, give you multiple choice. So I'll tell wait. you that zero is not an option. Oh God. Okay. Um. I so I definitely covered this for a very first episode, and I don't remember talking about people dying during the production. So this I'm is, not saying they died directly from production, but during people the production. associated with the production during the production died. One? No, that doesn't because that's not fun trivia. <laughs> the answer is zero. Well, this was arbitrary. Moving on. What was it? All right, multiple choice. Multiple choice. Okay, A is three. That's a lot. B is six. That's a lot. That's double C three. C is nine. That's triple three. D is 12. Holy shit. I'm sorry. So three is the lowest amount of deaths? Yes. There's no way it was 12. I'm going to, I, can I phone a friend? It's me. Can I phone you? Hello. (laughs) 
Um, I'll narrow it down. It is either three or nine. Whoa. All right. Nine is too many. I got to go with three. Nine is way too many. Oh, no. I'm so sorry to hear that. (laughs) Was it nine? I'm so sorry to hear that. It was nine? It's nine. That's too many. Wait. By the end. Yeah. No, just continue. 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 I'm so freaked out. By the end of the film's production, nine people associated with its making had passed away, including Jack McGoran. Jack McGoran? Sorry, dude. R.I.P. Who is that? Who played Burke Dennings. Who's Linda that? Bear's Linda Blair's grandfather. I didn't know she also, had a grandfather. A night watchman on set died. Oh. Also, a special effects expert died, among six others. Well, you can't you can't just say amongst also six more. Okay, look, I'll, I'm about to. No, I'll, I trust I'll you. No, I trust you. It just seems like a lot. That's a lot of people. How long was this production? This is actually not the first time I had heard of this because on um, shout out to. My favorite murder. Um, they actually did an episode covering the fact that so many people died in association with the. Exorcist. Did someone get Spooky. murdered? No. Okay. Uh, let me look Good. it up. Hold, please. I'm heading towards jesterhood. I can feel it. So it says a staggering nine deaths were connected to the 1973 film. It's too many. Um, it's been considered cursed by horror fans. Oh I mean, God! <laughs> I feel called died. out for not knowing this. So the grandfather that I talked to you about. I was like, for a second, I was like, did you interview this ghost? (laughs) No. (laughs) There's who I talked to. I was like, whoa. The guy who played Dr. Klein, he died uh, a few years. Well, maybe not during, maybe it's not all during production. It's a during production in what I originally read. But this one says like one of the nine is uh, Dr. Klein, who was played by Barton Heyman. And he died just a couple years later from heart failure. Well, that absolutely then, does not count. <laughs> then let's see. It's You don't have to look it up. I trust you. I want to know. I'm like, my hands are sweating. I'm getting nervous <laughs> for your birthday ambush. It's not as much fun when you start listing them all off. But like people died within four days of each other. Four all, days? All people, all people associated with the cast. Okay, but not during the production, right? I don't think that. Yeah, I think they died like it within a very short period surrounding the production. Okay, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll take that L. Um, What I will say is that while I was researching the list of the people who had died and associated with this filming, um, I found that apparently there's like a blog article about it on huntakiller.com. Kate, do you know what that is? I get ads for it a lot. So Huntakiller, and we are not sponsored by Huntakiller. It sure sounds like we're about to be. (laughs) Well, I was just going to tell you because my boyfriend actually got me for my birthday this year, three month subscription to Hunt a Killer. So every month we get a box that has a bunch of clues in it and you have to puzzle through it. Uh, That sounds really fun. It was really, so because they weren't going to come in in time, we got one early and and, um, we like, so we just bought one from the store that was still the same brand, but it was an easy version while we were waiting for the new new ones to come in and Easy was kind of hard. You had to do puzzles and like do like de- decode codes and things like that. It was really cool. That's, that does sound really fun. Yeah, I'll bring it and you can we can play it together. Sometime. Okay. Okay, moving on. So number three, three horror movies were inspired by serial killer Ed Gein. 
What are the three movies? I don't know who that is. What I have done is I have given you five options. Three of these are correct. Okay. Do you know anything about Ed Gein? No. Okay. Well, I'll give you a hint. So this was, he was known as the Butcher of Plainfield. Oh my God. No, I'm going to, no more hunt a killer games for you. (laughs) This is just from my, um, from your brain. Weird true crime obsession, to be honest. Um, and then the, he was also called the Plainfield Ghoul. <laughs> I don't know who this is. So he was an I'm gonna have nightmares. murderer and body snatcher. Body snatcher? What's a body snatcher? Took bodies from graveyards. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, so you can use that to inform your answers. Thank you. Tell me the <laughs> – okay. I'll, I'm going to let you try to guess, but if you, no, you want to phone a friend, I'll give you a hint. Just, just give, me the, give me the five. I can do this. Okay, so three of these five are true. Okay. A, The Watcher. I don't know what that is. B, Silence of the Lambs. I know what that is. C, Psycho. Uh-huh. D, House of Wax. With Paris Hilton? E, Texas Chainsaw Man. <laughs> we are not associating Ed Gein and Paris Hilton. It sure sounds like we're about to. <laughs> Okay, so wait, that's not all right. So we have Psycho, um, H- House of Wax. What was the first one? Silence of the Lambs, The Watcher, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm gonna say Texas Chainsaw Massacre is because I know that one's based on some true events. I'm gonna say American, um, I'm gonna say Silence of the Lambs, and give me, give me the three that I have to pick from. The Watcher, House of Wax, and Psycho. I'm going to go with The Watcher because I have no idea what it is. Are you sure? Okay, Emma's... Uh, can I give you a hint? Emma's openly shaking her head at me out of <laughs> kindness. I don't want you to I don't want you to go to Weenie Hut Jr. <laughs> on my birthday, Kate. <laughs> okay, um, all right. So you've given me a hint by shaking your head when I'm I said The I'm not trying Watcher. to hurt right, Kate so on, and demote her on my birthday. It's, so it sure seems... All right, so we got House of Wax and... What's the other one? What I'm going to do is give you a hint. Okay. So one of the things that he was known for uh-huh. was building was... houses of wax. <laughs> yes. You got it. No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, so whenever he, the police searched his farm home. Then and you're freaking me out. Second, oh, my God. They found some things made out of human skin. Ew. Okay. So I already said Leatherface. So wait, we have a house of wax and so you said so far you've said Science of the Lambs, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and House No, and The Watcher. And I said, I don't know about that. Okay, so I'm gonna go with House of Wax, because one, you shook your head when I said the watcher, and two, you just accidentally almost said it. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. I'm gonna let Isn't you know. that the only one left? No. Okay. What's the other so one? So you said Science of the Lambs and Psycho. <laughs> I'm gonna let Okay. <laughs> No, okay, I'm I just going to tell you. We're just going to. I think I, I This lose. has gotten far too messy. I'm the jester. <laughs> no, this has gotten far too messy. I confuse you, so I will give you this one because I love you. That's very kind <laughs> to blame you. So you, you. Were right in the, you were right in that Science of the Lambs and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, i.e. Leatherface, were based off of Ed Gein or were inspired by Ed Gein. Ugh. And then the, the other one is Psycho. Psycho, really? Yeah, he I pulled didn't the have, watcher and the house of wax out of my butt. Psycho didn't have... 
skin, did he? I guess he had a whole ass body, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take the L on that one. I think I'm. <laughs> I think. I think the, you're gonna pick up in these next ones. Mm-hmm. But let me just tell you a little bit about Ed Gein. No, I know you're I'm very good. In him. I really hate true crime. I'm like the only no. person that hates true crime in the whole world. But well, I hate it. It depresses me. That's why I so, like horror. But I guess it's your birthday. Just a little bit more so. about Ed Gein. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Continue, okay. birthday girl. Continue. <laughs> What is wrong with me? Why is this what I want to talk to you about? I don't know. Well, just a little bit about him. So he Uh was convicted of murder and body snatching, as I mentioned to you. You did, yes. Um, And he, there were a variety of films that have been inspired by his life, in particular the ones that I mentioned to you. Uh, If you're not aware of who this is, which it sounds like you're not. No. So he is from Plainfield, Wisconsin. He would dig up corpses from Uh nearby graveyards to create trophies and trinkets. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you very much. Oh, my God. (laughs) He was was accused of – Kate's like a whole face is outside of the camera view at this. I'm horrified. So he was – so, okay, this will make you feel better, Kate. I don't think it will. I'm pretty sure it will. Okay. So while he did confess to killing two women, mm-hmm. he and was sent to a mental, mental institution where he died. Mm-hmm. He says that all of the human skin things, like the bowls and you know different <gasps> masks and covers for furniture that were in oh the house. Oh my god! You didn't tell me all that. They were they were taken from dead bodies, not from people. Okay, uh, you're disgusting. <laughs> and, no. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to call Alrighty. that a wash, and I'm giving myself a point for listening to that. So thank you. I think I think that's fair. I'm going to – I'll let God. you have it because I kind of confused you with that and one. And I'm so, going to okay, have nightmares. So far, you're two for three. <laughs> thank you. And you may have some nightmares. Yeah. It's plus minus system. Great. Okay, number four. Uh-huh. What is Norman Bates' hobby? It's taking skin off people probably. Well, why don't we explore the options? Oh, he, is he a taxidermist? I think he's he a taxidermist. He is, in fact, a taxidermist. Good okay. job, Kate. Yeah. The yes. other options that I had for you were dollhouse building. Oh, my God. I'm currently reading The Lovely Bones. Oh, uh, God. Bird watching and knitting. Knitting would be hilarious. Right. Wouldn't that be great? But <laughs> no, unfortunately, really it was taxidermy. Which, I mean, makes sense given the ending of the movie. Great. All right. Fantastic. All right. Moving on. Any other movies you want to ruin for me? Yep. Moving on. Great. Which film... Actor or actress slept in bloody clothes for three days to nail the look of a gory scene. What? I don't know any of this. Where are you getting this information? You profess to be a horror buff. I want to challenge you. Well, I feel challenged. Okay, so okay. slept in give bloody you a multiple clothes. Choice and I bet you can get it. Okay, slept in bloody clothes. Okay, give me multiple choice. So A would be Christian Bale. An American Psycho. He, he would do that shit. <laughs> He's crazy. B is Shauna McDonald as Sarah in The Descent. No. C is Sissy Spacek as Carrie. I was thinking Sissy Spacek, but no, I probably would have read about that. And D, Johnny Depp as Glenn in Nightmare on Elm Street. It's not Johnny Depp. because he. So these are all bloody scenes that... But only one of them is one where the actor actress was fully committed. Well, it's not D because Johnny Depp literally gets turned into a bucket of blood. So unless he, <laughs> there's no reason for him to have done that. 
Christian Bale makes sense because Christian Bale does Christian Bale things. Um, I don't think it's The Descent. Um, I'm, so it sounds like you're between Christian Bale and Sissy Spacek. I am, but I didn't read about Sissy Spacek doing that. But I didn't read about Christian Bale doing that either. <laughs> yeah, that's um, where it falls apart. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Sissy Spacek because of how she showed up for her audition with her Kate, hair. That is great reasoning. Um, you are correct. Okay. So while she was filming the bloody prom sequence, she had a trailer behind the set. So for continuity purposes, <laughs> after so she did some shots, what I was. <laughs> You said she had a trailer behind the set, and because I am a hill person, I was imagining like a back hitch trailer, like an open trailer that you put stuff in, and I was imagining it full of fake blood. And I was like, oh my God, how did I not read about this? She slept in an open trailer, such as one would pack instruments for band. Okay, please continue. No, so she was in a movie trailer mm-hmm. for those of us who are from Southern Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. After, and so whenever she was being covered in blank fake blood for some of these scenes, mm-hmm. she wanted the, to have the continuity of the blood patter, spatter on her, or I guess blood drenching to be more accurate. So she refused to wash it off. So she slept in those bloody clothes for three days of filming. Sounds really sticky. It sure does. It sounds unnecessary, but you know. While I found that, I actually found, like, another interesting fact, and this isn't related to the question, but it is related to Carrie, and I just thought it was kind of interesting. I wonder if you've stumbled on this, but I did go to some dark places to find these questions, so maybe not. Yeah, you did. (laughs) I just didn't want – some of the questions I found were ones you had asked me, and so I didn't – I wanted to, like, make sure I wasn't about to give you all the questions that you have already read. You did. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So anyway, the other fact for um, for Carrie that I thought was interesting, kind of sad, but so there if it is, involves you know Ed Gaines, I swear to God, <laughs> Ed Gein. Oh my no, God, no, it does not, Ed Gein. So for that fight, you know the fire hose scene where Norma's character is getting like blasted. Hose, yeah, yeah, getting completely blasted. So it actually burst her eardrums. Oh God. So, she wasn't unconscious when she, her head was rolling around from the force, but she actually was having – she, like, lost her equilibrium and was having vertigo, which is why her head was moving around like that. Oh, God. And because it looks so accurate, they kept it in the shot. Yeah, having your eardrum burst is, like, very, very, very uncomfortable and miserable. Absolutely. And there's, like, not a lot that you can do for it. Yeah. It did Ugh. heal back, but she lost hearing for about six months. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, it is. In that ear. I mean, she could still hear, but, yeah, still sound. Right, well, I'm glad she's got her eardrum back. Okay. Well, so, so far, you've only missed one, right? I mean, if we're being extremely lenient, yes. (laughs) (laughs) We are. Um, Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. So what are we on? Number that sufficiently condescending? Yeah, that was sufficiently condescending. Sorry. Sorry, that actually was not my intention. Go ahead. What was the next one? What number are we on? We're on six. Okay. Let's keep going. Which which pop popular horror film was inspired by real events that took place took place in Gainesville, Florida? Gainesville, uh, excuse that's, me. That's um no. In no. the early nineties. I don't. I thought about something, but it, I was wrong. So the options are extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Don't know what that is. Hush. No. <laughs> the Strangers. Oh, um, that was in Australia. And Scream. Okay, well, Scream didn't happen. Was inspired by. 
I mean, I don't know how that... No, not Scream. Okay, so I don't know what the first movie is. It's the um, Ted Bundy movie. Uh, uh, ugh. Well, then, yeah, probably that. Okay. You know what, Kay? I'm going to give it to you because he did murder a bunch of college people. It was actually the... So I'm going to get... like I think that that actually would work, too. But the answer that I was looking for was actually D, Scream, which I know seems confusing. It's very confusing. So, so the screenwriter, Kevin Williamson, he... In March 1994, he was a struggling actor, struggling str- struggling screenwriter, and he became really obsessed with a news program that was about a drifter who terrorized the town of Gainesville, Florida, and actually killed five people within three days. So it was like sequentially murdering people. And that actually inspired him to write Scream because of the close, like, sequential people getting murdered. Huh. It scared not- him so much that he wrote Scream. I did not know that. Yep. And I am part of a Scream fan base online, and I did not know Isn't that. that wild? That's I thought creepy. That was wild. I just, I just feel like there's a lot more Florida murders than I ever knew there could possibly I know. be. I mean, our mom's from Florida, so I, I'm gonna say that we can say this whether or not we can. But damn, Florida, Florida's got some crazy shit going on there. Yeah, you like, think? That's what, you hear a story about like someone's face getting eaten off while someone's on bath salts, and you're like, props, Florida. Yeah, it's always Florida. It's always Florida. That's the whole thing about Florida, man. But I didn't know that about Scream. I, I'm actually. What's Florida Man? Like, uh, there's like websites dedicated to it where it's just like news that says like Florida Man put oh, bathtub yeah. full of gators on the interstate, like stuff yeah. like that. I didn't know that about that, and that that kind of ruins Scream a little bit. It's mm, okay. I'm sorry, Kate. <laughs> it's, no, this it's this is what happens when you give me the the rain. Yeah, and it's all true crime. About- See, Everything's true sorry. crime, which is my least favorite thing, which I guess and is fair because you've been doing a horror show that you don't like horror. So yeah, not even on purpose, honestly. I think uh, I'm just yeah. like, wow, that's really interesting. And it's, then it- <laughs> it's funny how the innies come out, all your innie thoughts. Um, I don't want to use the word retribution, but let's just hear what number <laughs> seven is. Okay. Um, this one is as follows. What horror film caused some theaters to suggest that patrons prone to motion sickness sit in the aisle seats? Oh, oh, um, I do know this one. You do? Um, uh, Blair Witch. Yeah, Kate, you're right. It's Blair Witch. So people were experiencing, and it sounds like you know this, but maybe some of the listeners do not. So people were experiencing nausea from the handheld camera style of the Blair Witch Project, and some people were actually having to leave theaters to go vomit. (laughs) So in some Toronto theaters, the ushers, (laughs) I thought this was funny, the ushers asked patrons who were prone to motion sickness to sit in the aisle seat (laughs) and try not to, quote, throw up on other people. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the film. One quick note. (laughs) If you could just please just try not if to you throw could up just other people. Aim away from the other patrons. <laughs> yeah. Oh yay, I got one. You did. Yay. Nice and easy. Thanks. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I meant I, I meant it. I meant like you you did that one really like that was smooth. Oh my God. Oh my I gosh. feel bullied. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is not part of my birthday wish. What's number eight? Is now it, I feel like one of those people who's like, it's my birthday month. It, <laughs> you're like, it's like my birthday. Person. I'm going to traumatize everyone. I could do whatever I want and be as horrible as I want. It's my birthday. Is the next one like about the BTK killer or something? No, it's not, in fact. Well, <laughs> actually, now that I'm looking at it. Are you kidding me? No, it's not. But it is about the Zodiac killer. It's about the movie. God damn it. 
But I think you've got, uh, just listen, bear, bear with me. So who famously directed the beloved 2007 drama, The Zodiac? I didn't And I can give you it. multiple choice. I watched. You haven't, Kate, you haven't watched it? I, I don't know how else. I do not like true crime. I hate serial killers. It is killers. well done. It is a good movie. No, I watched one scene from it, which is where he ties them up by like the creek and they're having a picnic and they That's die. the worst scene. Yeah. So I watched that and I still have nightmares about it. Okay. Well, the answer. So, okay. No, let me don't give me, give me the choice. I, let me try. <laughs> What is it? I hate you so much. What is it? Let let me give you multiple choice. So A is George Romero. I don't know that. Wait, George Romero? That's what I said. Okay. Okay. B is Eli Roth. Who the hell is – okay. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give you some – Do I – no, keep going. I'll give you another movie that each of these people has directed. How about that? Okay. Okay. George Romero, known for Dawn of the Dead. No. Eli Roth, also known for Hostel. Okay. David Fincher, also known for yeah. Seven. Okay. James Wan, also known for The Conjuring. I mean, I love James Wan, but I would be I would be shocked if he did this, but I've been shocked a lot today. So I'm gonna say C. Yeah, you're right. So that's David Fincher, the Zodiac. So Basically, he took this directing job because he had vivid childhood memories of the case and had oh my grown God. up in the area. No, it's nothing super. It's nothing nothing super personal. But like the he says that he remembers a police car trailing his school bus for a couple of weeks, and then his father just casually explained to him later at dinner or something like that that the Zodiac had threatened to kill a busload of children. <gasps> so that stuck with him. Yeah, I bet it did. I like the dad's like, probably won't happen. Go on, get on the bus. <laughs> I'm not going with you. <laughs> One thing that I thought was kind of interesting that I also found about Fincher. So he wanted to be really fair to the victims and the suspects and not just kind of do a hack job of it. So he took the screenplay that was written by some person whose last name apparently is Vanderbilt and wanted and went and did fresh interviews with surviving individuals to make sure it was as accurate as possible. Um and then he actually, in the, he, through the process of hiring investigators, he actually found evidence that the original detectives had missed. Holy shit. Wait, that's very that impressive. Cool? Yeah. It also makes that, me thought, extremely disappointed in the detective work because... To be fair, I think it was probably later on. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's, it's but isn't, wasn't it still an time. open case? Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. it's It ugh. was so good that... So Graysmith, who is the... Uh, he was the character played by Jake Gyllenhaal who um, wrote the novel that this was based off of. Jake Gyllenhaal um, wrote the novel? Huh? Oh, I missed Not what Jake you Gyllenhaal. said. <laughs> no. All right, Grace I'm with Smith, you. A guy I'm named with Grace you. Smith. I'm with you. Um, he actually ended up telling the New York Times that he thought that Fincher outdid the police and he took his hat, hat off to him. And, and Grace Smith was very involved with, with the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Reporting. Investigation? Yeah, in the reporting, basically. Is his name Graysmith or Gray Smith? Graysmith. <laughs> Is it Graysmith or Gray Smith? Graysmith. <laughs> his last name is Graysmith? Yeah, it's one word. Why is this so hard for you to believe? <laughs> his first name was Robert, Kate. Does that help? Yeah, it kind of helps. <laughs> okay. 
it's cool that he and Jake Gyllenhaal wrote that book together. <laughs> pretty dope bros. Okay. I swear so, I don't talk like that in real life. I don't know why I say things like that. <laughs> I don't know. I feel bullied. All right. Is okay. This, is, all right. We're on question nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's question nine? It's about true horror. Crime. True horror. Crime. It's another true crime. No, it's not. I promise it's not. It literally says horror classic in the sentence. So that's That doesn't mean know. it's not true crime. Well, it is. Okay. <laughs> Number nine. Actress Jamie Lee Curtis. It's a strong start, right? Yeah. So far. Burst onto the movie scene in Halloween. But her mother, Jane Lee, Psycho. is well known for her role in which horror classic? Psycho. Oh, Kate. You're so right. Oh, my God. Don't do that to me. My heart. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. Well, so I, when I was reading this, I, it was pretty interesting because apparently Alfred Hitchcock has gotten some critique for how he Yeah, handled, that's one way to say yeah, it. Yeah. How he <laughs> handled some female some, stars less than respectfully. Or not handled. Feedback. That's not the right word. Interacted. Bullied. Harassed. Bullied. Well, one positive note. You know, a silver lining to all of these questions. So Lee, she said she actually had a positive experience under his directorship because he was so easy and quick. The shooting was so easy and quick because of how much he prepared. And it just made it a very smooth and efficient process for the actors and actresses. Um, Kudos to her. Apparently, she stayed posed face down on the bathroom floor in the final scene, which I feel comfortable um, outing since this movie has been out forever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and she actually was able to just keep her eyes wide open for the entire shot, and they did, they did not end up needing to use contacts or anything. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then um, lastly, this one's less of a silver lining. She has a shower phobia now. Why do you ruin everything I love? <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I bet. Okay, and last one. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, count, let's see how you're doing. Not well, Emma. I think you did well. I think I'm in – we need you owe me three hundred dollars, but yeah, I did well. <laughs> okay, so you got the toilet question. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only one I got. The Honestly, it's all the ones related to Psycho, which now that I'm looking back, are kind of a lot. But oh well. Yeah. Um. So, do you did you guess nine for The Exorcist? No, I guess three. Okay, but well, you got number three, which was about Ed Gein, kind of. No, um, you know I didn't. Two. <laughs> Um, then you got taxidermy. Yeah. Yeah, really? You got all the psychic ones? Yeah, I got all Probably the should have varied that a little bit. You got the Sissy's Basic one, so that's four out of five. Barely, by the skin of my teeth. You missed four to six, so you missed the, the one about Scream. Yeah, I did. You got Vertigo, so five out of seven. I got Vertigo? Or not Vertigo. I'm sorry, Blair Witch Project. Oh. <laughs> I gave you Vertigo. <laughs> It gave them vertigo, but you got it right. right. So if I, I'm two out then, of six now. So you've got you only missed two, so you can't miss any. You can't miss this. If you get this last one right, with my hawk adding skills, I think you get to not lose your job. I I can't wait. I'm not. In other news, all. you get to be the reigning qu- quiz queen. Are you ready for this? No, but please continue. Okay, so there was is a it about movie? Okay, good, good. Horror movie. What mass murderer? <laughs> really liked this horror movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which horror movie led to the PG 13 rating? Mm-mm. 
I know this. I don't know this. Okay. I'll give you multiple choice. Okay. So I want to say Jaws, but that's not a horror movie. So please continue. No, Jaws was PG. Well, Jaws was PG, but go ahead. Jaws was PG. It is an answer on here. So stop critiquing my answer choices. <laughs> I thought it was horrifying. That gave me mm-hmm. nightmares about sharks eating my feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so not Jaws. So what are the other ones? The other options are Gremlins. There is no way Gremlins was PG-13. Troll 2. <laughs> it wasn't that. You don't know. You don't know anything. <laughs> or 7. Wait, really? 7? Well, th- I'll give you another. It's not hint, a horror movie. This movie was introduced in this. The change came, took place in 1984. What are you saying? What the change? Cha- the addition of PG 13 rating previously had been either PG or R. You get no in between. Oh, God. I forgot about that. That's Make so- your decision, Buster. Okay. So, so it was in 1984 that they switched from PG and PG 13. In R, excuse me, and added in PG-13 okay. to accommodate for movies such as this one that weren't quite okay for the kiddos, but also weren't heinous. It's, I mean, it's obviously seven. You said... Is it? Uh, well, okay, you gave me Troll 2, you gave me Jaws, and you gave me... What was the other one? A movie one might think... Will be horrifying to children, but not to adults. Gremlins. I will absolutely quit this podcast if it's Gremlins. <laughs> What's Gremlins? No, it's not. <laughs> no, Let me it's tell you not. a little bit about the evolution no, of MPAA's PG-13 God rating, Kate. damn it, Gremlins. I swear to God. So... We'll let the audiences decide whether or not you said Gremlins are seven at the end of that. <laughs> so oh Kate's membership lies – or Kate's Kate membership. Queen I'm not standing. even hosting it. I'm just a member, and maybe I'm not. <laughs> it's up to you. Kate's hosting gig, her, her reign as queen of the Nightlight Horror mm-hmm. Movie Club is in your hands. Did mm-hmm. she get eight out of ten or did she get seven out of ten? You decide. Does she owe me three hundred dollars or does she not? What a is lovely... she a court jester or a queen? This is this is a mutiny. This is a full fledged mutiny. Message us on Instagram. Message us on Facebook. <laughs> Send us an email at nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. Anywho, so I guess let me I'm, just tell okay. you. So my 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 hostingship lies in in the balance. Is that what I'm understanding? No, because I can't do this alone. But. <laughs> I will make fun of you. Okay, great. That seems fair. <laughs> I think it's a fair trade-off. Yeah. Okay. So just, I did. This is something that I could not help. I know it doesn't quite fit into horror, but I just I found it when I was looking up horror trivia, and I was like, "This is not quite horror trivia, but damn, is it interesting." So apparently, so you know who wrote Gremlins, right? Um, I know Spielberg directed it. I don't know if he wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spielberg directed. Chris Columbus wrote it, and so they made it. It came out. Um, all the big hits before that, like Jaws, had been PG, just straight PG, which is what you said. Um, so they dropped Gremlins, which got good reviews, but it did. there was there were also accusations, particularly in the TV guide, of it being cynically aimed to draw an audience of small children who would no doubt be terrorized by the mist-shattering film. So basically, what all of it? the all of the, 
All of the parents got mad because they saw these cute gremlins, thought the kids were going to love it. Then the gremlins, the gremlins start murdering people and smoking. And like it's hilarious. Up the town. It's a great movie. It's become a Christmas tradition in our household. Well, apparently these angry parents, these moo parents, drew the line at... Um, What's a moo parent? Gremlins. Well, I was actually just me thinking about Buffy and when they said that they were going to ha- be Moo and it was like the Mothers Against the Occult. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, basically whenever they started like putting the gremlins in microwaves and exploding them and stuff like that, they said that that was the best part. A little mature. <laughs> a little mature. They have a little gremlin so, bar. <laughs> yes, they do. I, I mean, it's delightful and Where I can't wait like, to watch it again. they shoot whiskey and play darts. <laughs> yeah, Kate and I um, watched this together for the first time um, like a year or two ago. Um, but the interesting thing is, so the way that they resolved this was Spielberg, he phoned his friend, um, Jack Valenti, who is the head of the MPAA, Mm -hmm. the people who do those ratings. And he suggested a newer, tougher rating that would sit between PG and R. Um, he said, basically he's quoted in one interview as saying, I created the problem and I also supplied the solution. I invented the rating. So two months later, the next movie that came out, which was or two months later, another movie that came out, Red Dawn, became the first movie to get the PG-13 rating. I thought you just said Gremlins was a PG-13, the first one. So Gremlins was PG, but everyone was really mad about it. So then from then on, like, they introduced the PG-13 rating. I'm still angry about this. Isn't that wild? That is wild. That is wild, and I did not know that. Well, Kate, I'm, my vote is that you got – Eight, and so that you are so we're just lying. the quiz just queen. Lying. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, I think I, we'll have to leave I it to the leave it to the, lie. the club members. This is a democracy. Great. It's up to you guys. It's up to you guys to appoint your queen for your democracy. <laughs> <laughs> your quiz queen. Okay. Let Kate have her job. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really fun. I learned a lot that I never wanted to know, but I learned a right. lot. And I hope I hope you had fun. That's what that's what's most important. I did. This is the most fun thing I've done all birthday. It's two p.m. So. Yeah, I'm about to go have some margs later. But for now, this is the most fun thing I've done all day. Well, I'm honored that I could be a part of it. And thank yeah, you Kate, guys for, for being, being a, a part good of sport. it. Yeah, I wasn't. But thank you guys for being a, <laughs> for being a part of it too. Um, this was fun. This was fun. I, I have to admit, even though I oh. will have nightmares. Well, I'm glad that you love hated it. Um, before we go, I just want to let the listeners know what won uh, for the poll that we had. So, just as a refresher, I want to last know. week. <laughs> oh well, I guess Kate can know too, because <laughs> um, Kate still hasn't figured out how to view. We both can access the Insta, but Kate just doesn't quite know how how to look at social media. Yeah, she doesn't quite know how to interact with it's it. Though, been, to be fair, I had trouble looking at the votes on Facebook. Well, uh, we have a I good one to two years between us, depending on the month. So <laughs> I'm an old woman. Yeah, Kate's firmly a, a millennial, and I'm a millennial on the cusp of Gen Z. You're Gen Z. Well, my friends would tell me I'm a millennial, but my sisters would tell me I'm Gen Z. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Okay, but before we go, I do just want to do a brief announcement for next week's movie choice. Just a refresher for those of y'all who are fuzzy, we did a poll last week on Instagram and Facebook using recommendations from club members. So the options were the Changeling, the 1980 version, as well as Cabin in the Woods Saw and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Mm -hmm. the 1974 version. 
It was actually, there was, it was pretty spread, but ultimately the winner was Cabin in the Woods. So that'll be the one that we're doing. Okay. I'm excited. I'm very excited. All right, guys. Thanks for voting and thanks for listening. Um, if you have any recommendations, please send them to us on our Instagram or our Facebook or email us at nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. We really appreciate all of your feedback. And please, if you have a moment, give us some support and show us some love, like, rate, and review us or share us on your social media with your followers. Um, it helps us kind of to develop the podcast and give you more content that, that you like. Um, anything else, Kate, before we head out? Nope. Thanks for the nightmares. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Stay bye. spooky.